So I patched things up with my homegirl last night after a full bottle of trumpeteer vino and God knows how many Heineken's. We hugged it out and got over it all and I told her a lot of what she said was correct. She ended up dropping some gems on me though. She told me that I need to find a woman and if I want something out of her, I need to be a friend first. You know, and friend is in quotation marks. She says I need to get to know her and treat her like a lady. Then she hit me with the key. She says I need to make her feel special. That means make her feel like she's the only girl in the world. Kind of like the Rihanna song, right? So I guess that means focusing all of my efforts and attention. Maybe not all of them, but focusing my efforts and attention on her. She needs to be able to trust you. And as of right now, no woman trusts the goon. It's time to show face. All right, so I wrote that September of 2018. Um, and now this is the next excerpt. This is um, a dream that I had. September 25th, 2018. The other day I took a nap and I had this weird dream. I felt that I was on a ship, but I wasn't on Liberty, which is the Royal Caribbean ship that I'm on now. And I was at this outdoor eating event or I was at I was at this outdoor eating venue it was sort of a buffet style whereby each section served various uh styles of food um well I was getting some food uh well I was there getting some food and I was serving myself someone pointed out to me that the food wasn't free and I'm like what so I reached into my wallet and saw that I only had roughly three to four dollar dollar bills in my wallet. Soon thereafter, uh, I noticed a childhood friend by the name of Erica. She went to my intermediate school and her mother was a bus driver. Um, that's neither here nor there, but I mean, I knew her mom because she used to take us to school and this girl was in my class. Um, but in my dream, she was there and she was at the table sitting with friends and they approached me. Uh, something weird happened, but the next time I reached into my wallet, whilst I was with them, I noticed I had a $20 bill. I had a 20 and then a 50 and then some more bills. It's almost like I started panicking to myself like, oh, shit. I picked up someone else's wallet, you know? So I noticed some middle-aged white man standing around and evidently he seemingly dropped uh, a plastic bag full of cash on the table. I mean, I knew it wouldn't be right for me to take some of the cash, but I ended up picking up a few stacks, succumbing to the pure temptation of seeing that much money up close. As I tried to walk away, my string bag or my string book bag that I that I was carrying on my back was tangled up with his or with whatever he had. And I had to untangle the bags prior to leaving. I'm sure he mentioned something about the mysterious wallet and the bag of money, but I played it off cool, or at least I tried to. So that was the end of that. (laughs) That was the end of that one, Uh, that dream. Looks like I'm going back. This next uh, excerpt is from September 24th, 2018. You know, it's kind of funny how things go. 
The other day, a kid in the teens club asked me if he could speak to me privately. I said, sure. Of course. I thought this was like a, you know, a serious matter. When we stepped outside, he began to tell me that he fancied this girl in our class or in the teen class. And he wanted to ask her out, you know, to the buffet, a.k.a. on the ship they call it the Windjammer. Well, of course, nothing... Well, of course, nothing screams sexy first dates more than an all-you-can-eat buffet, I told him. But, you know, for sure. He wanted to know if she had a girlfriend. Well, he wanted to know if she had a boyfriend. And I mentioned to him that she did let on that she was currently dating a Marine. But, um, you know, I continued by saying maybe you should start off as friends and see where that leads. All right. Well, oh boy walks into the classroom and sits in a chair next to his dearly beloved, and oh boy went smack like, and not in a bad way, in a, in a, in, a, in a cute young innocent way, but um he was like, hey hey Brooke, I'm heading down to the buffet. Do you want to come with me? She was kind and gentle with her response, and simply stated that she rather you know just chill and play the game in the room, and she thanked him for the offer. Shortly thereafter, oh boy walked away, and all I could do was think to myself, listen, guy, I know your pain, you know, like, I know your pain, dude, you just don't have any idea in the slightest what I have gone through, but it's okay, uh, because one day you will be the Ascended Saiyan, and you will feel like Gohan when he pulled that sword out of the ground in the mountains, okay, so that's just my way or, you know, that's just my own personal example or metaphor to put out to say, hey, listen, guy, um, we've been there and we've done that multiple times over. And that's just a part of life. But I'm so uh, proud of that, that, <laughs> that teenager, because that was the first step in getting out of your comfort zone or that was getting out of your comfort zone. You know, he probably wasn't the type of guy to pull up on women like that. He wasn't the type of guy to say, hey, come come date me or come with me or, or, or be with me or whatever the case may be, whatever guys say. And um, just for him to get, get, just for him just to vocalize and articulate himself to a woman that he found very attractive and pretty is that initial step into, you know, changing your life and changing your perspective and changing your your mindset on women in general, okay? So continue your journey, continue your process, develop your process so it can really uh, format or it can be curtailed to you and it's formatted according to what you have planned in your life, all right? And your dreams, your aspirations, your goals, that's what you should be achieving or striving towards. God bless. This is the White Collar Goom. September 26, 2018. So, here's how it's going to go down. Last time I spoke with my homegirl and she was venting her frustrations out on me. We had a nice little chat afterwards and she claimed I'm just... <laughs> she claimed I'm just doing a bit too much. <laughs> She said I need to <laughs> She said I need to go back to being a virgin again and I told her that I tried that card already. Albeit I didn't truly stick to it for that long, but still. 
<laughs> now I'm on some new shit. Just like my homie Lou used to ask. <laughs> just how my homie, my homie used to ask the broke beggars on the street for a dollar before they could ask him. <laughs> I'm going to have to use that same logic nowadays. I'm going to start today. I'm going to start today with telling women that I don't have sex and I am celibate for spiritual reasons and for sexual disciplinary purposes. The girls have used this tactic to gain the position of power for for far too long and I'm not having it anymore. Now I'm the one who's going to be in control of the sex conversation. Now she will be the one to initiate the move. I'm done with the games. And since I'm too thirsty, too aggressive, too direct, I'm playing the opposite now. Fuck what you heard. Goon. Uh, this next excerpt is from October 1st, 2018. It's October now, and oh, how time flies. I have officially reached the halfway point on my contract, and I've learned a lot. And to be trill, I'm still learning every day. The ship lifestyle is interesting, to say the least. It's like a traveling city slash community with never-ending guests. Each cruise, I find women who are remarkably attractive to the point where all I can do is shake my fucking head. As of this current cruise, I've seen a bombshell. Bombshell, like dagger, hammer, sex pistol, who looks to be in her mid to upper 20s, tight, petite body, hits the gym, does the yoga, stretching, and she's walking around with the scrawniest, most basic, I'm talking like frail, scrawny, most basic looking white guy you could find. Like, it hurts me <laughs> to the core to see talent like that go to what I would classify as a beta male. But who knows? Maybe the guy is, is a pastor or he's a minister or, or maybe he's impacting lives for the greater good. And this woman is deeply affected by his righteousness and his um, willingness to be dedicated to his purpose. All right. And his drive and his ambition. If not, maybe he's loaded with cash <laughs> you know like maybe it's that simple either way shit just doesn't match up as far as the crew goes crew meaning the people that work on the ship i'm i'm at a standstill i was going to press that button i was going to press the button on a girl in my department but i don't want to <laughs> but i don't want to send her down the wrong path since my intentions are not the purest <laughs> As far as my fucking wife, or sorry, as far as my, in quotations, wife that I mentioned on the ship, she's been fucking her manager for God knows how long. So, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to let that stop me either. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Her time is coming. And when it comes, I'm going to be on that shit with the fucking game face. I've got a little something on the line, but I feel it's slipping through the cracks currently. Um, I rarely see her, and she all and she's always busy. Busy's in quotation marks. I mean, if a girl says she's always busy, that just means she's not interested. Um, so I don't know. Like, 
She's the age and the aesthetic that I'm looking for, and she could very well be the exact come up I need to start my journey. <laughs> to start my journey, I get that my mindset needs to change, and I have you know actively worked on restraining uh, or refraining from thinking about sex all the time or negative images. I need to focus on the good in my life. You know, like I'm healthy. I'm st- well, relatively, I'm strong, relatively, I'm employed, and I'm actually saving a bit of money. Um, I'm an uncle to a beautiful baby boy, uh, to some or a very selective group of women. I may be what some may call, quote-unquote, quote handsome, but I'm still not sure if they have me confused with someone else, you know? Marco, my homeboy uh, from Serbia, told me the girls will come. He said, don't worry. But I don't think he understands how long I've been at this, you know, from tapping into my root and sacral chakra to performing and mastering various jutsus to creating vignettes from the ground up to literally summoning sexual spirits to invade the dreams of particular women it's been too long i've cast so much of myself out to the universe by using the laws of attraction and the art of seduction and just my own personal creative work that i'm actually afraid i'm actually afraid of what will happen when things start going my way imagine being O for 500 in jump shots Imagine shooting so many times that you freak, that you can't remember the last time you made a shot. But I still have the mental tenacity to keep shooting that motherfucker like I'm Kobe. What do you think will go down when my shit actually when it when my shit actually starts dropping? Listen, my time is going to come, but it's going to be a slow process. I've disengaged old girl who I was walking to the cabin uh back in the day whenever she was slamming the door on my face and and scraping up the nose so the next time i'm on it hopefully she'll see the golden hair and the flare aka she'll see that i'm an ascended saiyan i fell back on the woman in the fitness center i spit to a few of the ice skaters at the last crew party and i don't think actually i know i didn't accomplish much of anything but i'll tell you what when I get myself sorted with the right shorty, mark my words, shit will change forever. Go. I want her. Well, actually, this is a journal from October 3rd, 2018. And of course, these are the journals from Confections and Psychology. All right. I want her. Like, I really want her. And I can't even stun anymore. My mans from the gallery came up on the stunner from the dance squad, and now he's chilling. My mans from bo- <laughs> my mans from the broadcast uh, department came up on the young ice skater from Norway, and he claimed he didn't knock it back. But the simple fact that it was thrown his way is the key. My low key come up. Never panned out, and she's leaving. <laughs> and she's leaving this turnaround day. So, what am I left with? A woman who I really want 
but is currently involved with the dude or am I back to the drawing board? I've been to the back deck a few times this week and I've stopped pushing up at the bar. Alright, I'm I'm trying some new methods. I guess I'm trying to be a bit more patient. You know, just just go with the flow, but Zamperion was right. Males have been so accustomed to flinching and apologizing to women for being a man who desires everything about women. So, so what? She has a boyfriend. Be present and let her know that you appreciate her energy and femininity. Don't run away like a dog with his, with his tail between his legs. Just because you've been rejected? Be persistent. Keep going after it. Your man's Marco is is living proof. Living proof on this ship that putting yourself out there will yield returns. I've been building up the anticipation with Ogro, but now it's come to a time whereby you have to say what the deal is. Goom. All right, October 4th, 2018. So, I had a nightmare last night. It started with me driving my truck to the spot to rest. Uh, It started with me driving my truck to the spot to rest, and it appears I was staying at a guy named Tim Krosky's house. This guy, Tim, is actually dead right now, and we used to play football together. Either way, I had to drive my house and wait for him and the other guy, whoever the other guy is, to come scoop me up and take me over. I don't know why I was rushing or not paying attention, but as soon as they pulled up on me, I got my bags and got in their car, not even realizing that I left my car running. I also had three, yeah, I also had three sodas. In the middle compartment and perhaps the heat was still on it was in the back of my head but it didn't really fully click just yet I don't know why that was a thing but whatever moments later we arrive at this place and it's and it's deep outside with some like with some bloods bloods meaning like the the gang members it was deep out there it was like almost like a a blood cookout like convention <laughs> like it looked like a, a a gangster picnic with red bandanas and shit like dudes were eyeing me like who is this dude as i walked around as i walked about but it, it was chill because i'm not you know affiliated and i'm not in, in any of that so i get my bags and i finally enter the house and it was remarkably clean remarkably clean there was some dude downstairs who who seemed a bit dodgy <laughs> to, 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 he was just a bit dodgy and he was sitting downstairs and he tells me that I'm going to enjoy the surprise in my room I know then to expect some sketchy shit so as I made my way upstairs I was already anticipating something off as I entered my room there was a bed with a white comforter with white with a white comforter and white clean sheets and the room was very immaculate very clean uh almost like it was you know minimalistic it just had the bed 
open windows, a lot of sunlight, uh, nothing on the walls, you know, there wasn't picture frames, it, it was almost like, yeah, like, almost like a hotel type of thing, um, I entered the room, there was a bed with a white comforter and clean, clean sheets, and the room was clean as well, but right smack dab in the middle was what looked like a mini bathtub, or a huge ass bucket with a small child in it, like a really small, maybe, like, toddler, small boy in it, he was, he was sitting in this bathtub slash bucket, and he was naked, and I didn't, I didn't even stand in the room long enough to discern whether he was taking a bath, or if he was specifically placed in there as some type of sick prank, but I left the room immediately without without any expression on my face, and I was heading down the stairs. The initial guy from the beginning was waiting for me, and his phone, he was waiting for me with his phone on record to tape my reaction. I didn't give him any reaction. I simply said nothing and just took my bags and left the spot. When I made it outside, I spotted my boy Tim, and even though I felt he was low-key in on the setup, I don't know, like, I, I don't know why he put me in that position, like, we weren't the best of friends growing up, but we definitely weren't enemies, like, there was, there was no reason to have bad blood, so, when I left the house and I saw him, I could see that he somewhat felt bad about whatever happened, or, I guess he felt, he felt some kind of way, I asked if he could take me back to my whip, because I felt like I left the engine running, he agrees, and by the time we pull into my cul-de-sac, there were flames, like flames everywhere. And I see my parents scurrying around to put out the fire. My neighbors are, are outside. The house is ablaze. I mean, I, I stand in disbelief and I'm mortified because I know that I am the cause. The truck that I had parked out front was burnt to a crisp. By the time the flames subsided, I walked in behind my parents to look around and assess the damages. The ceilings were blackened with tar, and there were, and there was, uh, what is that word? And, and there were, whatever, and demolished furniture. But surprisingly, things were not as bad as I thought they were. The dream fast forwards to me being in a house and I'm late for church. I'm still pedaling around and not doing much because I see my father's tie and Bible on the nightstand by the front door. Go. October 4th, 2018. So today in Starbucks, I pulled up on old girl and I'm glad I did I was missing the power of what I will call the rust okay the power of the rust in my life and whilst talking to my homie Lou and seeing the gold I'm talking the gold standing right in front of my face it had me feeling a kind of way it had me feeling some kind of way 
my homie, that dude is out there living his best life. And Mr. <laughs> my homie's out there living his best life. And Mr. Girls, Girls, Girls himself has been without a girl since, I don't know, 2008. You know, like, I'm calling myself Mr. Girls, Girls, Girls himself. But no, I'm just saying that because I'm really into it. Well, of course I'm into girls, but I had a vignette on architecture and reason for girls, right? Um, yeah, Mr. Girls, Girls, Girls himself has been without a girl since 2008. Well, it's time to start doing something about that. So, as she was waiting on her coffee, and she's looking stunning, dude. She's, she's incredibly gorgeous. 100% my type. I asked if she was going to be a while, and then she said, yeah, for a bit. I directed her to my table and told her to come join me, and she said she was cool on that. Me being me, and after listening to Zan Perion, I made sure to not let that deter me. <laughs> we shouldn't feel apologetic because we are sexually attracted to a beautiful woman. I really had to to piss so i told my homeboy fabian i'm like yo watch my bag as i you know hit the restrooms i came back in three minutes and i finished my coffee and upon my arrival i made my way up to her section and just pulled up and pulled up a stool you know we rap for a minute we cover some ground and the conversation was mostly her talking i learned about her background her father being a truck driver her mother being a teacher her life away from home in dubai for two years her social life her economics degree in university her four-year relationship with a guy who passed away and died i mean i mean we talked for a minute <laughs> we talked for a minute in starbucks um she told me how she enjoys every day since you can't take life for granted how she chose to leave her home and travel the world travel the world upon her boyfriend's death after all of that as i went after all of that as i went back to my table to pick up my book bag the male whom she's spending most of her alone time with which is her manager shows up at the door and <laughs> she makes her way out of out of the starbucks with haste she said i don't even think she said bye she said bye and said what up to oh boy but I can tell when he walked in, he had a certain look on his eye. <laughs> he had a look on his eye because he was watching me and he could see that I was doing my work. He could see in one or two more conversations like that with a uh, little Miss Interesting, um, things would have been different, you know? I think, I don't know, one or two more conversations like that with Miss Interesting will determine if I am actually about that life. Or if I'm just, you know, bullshitting and need to go back to the drawing board. Afterwards, I went to Margaritaville and pulled up on her co-workers and had a few beers with those lovely ladies. I was feeling like, <laughs> I was feeling like Drizzy when he said, <laughs> this. <laughs> I was feeling like Drizzy when he said, this is a rollie, not a stopwatch. Shit don't never stop. All right. So, go. Um, this is an excerpt 
for the next day, I believe maybe October 8th or 7th. The homie told me he was surprised I haven't had any action since coming on this boat. The guy I'm talking about is my homie from Serbia. The funny thing is, I heard the exact same thing from Joey as he left. Joey was a guy who worked in my department. Um, he was actually my onboard like trainer whenever I first got to the ship. So he was actually the same way. I'm, I'm actually surprised you, you're not, you haven't gotten any play. I guess they are respecting, I guess they are respecting me for what I bring to the table, and in turn, women should definitely as well. I guess that's what those guys were feeling. They were like, yo, Gabe, you're cool, man, you seem to be, uh, you know, have your things together, you have a good personality, you should, you shouldn't have any issue with women, right? But, I mean, it, it is what it was. Interesting enough i am not surprised they're surprised but i'm not i mean sure confections and psychology isn't finished i'm not sure if i've even started it as of yet and of course i have hours of material that has yet to be seen by the masses but what does that have to do with me i guess i just don't see myself in the way others see me it's funny because when a guy likes a girl he does the normal things like he calls her he might follow her around aka like close to being a stalkish i mean he says nice things perhaps he buys her things but me on the other hand maybe it's maybe it's just a personality thing but i dedicate almost 100 percent of my time on that person like i wake up and i go to bed fantasizing about that person it's more than being keen it's almost a full-on obsession with that person well with that being said my feelings are quite transient and fleeting in regards to women right i, I adore so many and find all of them remarkably beautiful that it's really difficult for me to give that level of attention to just one woman there has to be a balance and at this point in my life i am out of sync I did have a song on architecture and reason that discussed meditation, but have I truly stuck with it? I start off by saying that even the baddest, the baddest women are the most insecure, mostly curious, but at times the most pure. Um, I have to remember those statements when I see women because they may look like an angel on earth. You know, like an angel out of the sky in the living flesh. But to them, the perception could be quite the contrary. Just be real with women and be honest with yourself. If I'm ever going to get out of this slump, this 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 hole, this this dry dock season, there will be and there must be a complete and full change in my thinking, which will directly trickle down to my behavior towards women. Confections in Psychology, The Goon. Welcome to the Angels in Politics podcast. Of course, you know me as The Goon. Here we are. This is October 9th, 2018, and I'm reading from the Journals to Confections, which is leading up to Confections in Psychology, which is the literary piece 
written by the white collar goon discussing his period whilst overseas living and working aboard a cruise vessel all right here we go as of late i've been in a good place i seem to be a bit more at ease with my surroundings like like the ship on top of water you know i'm simply just going with the flow i'm <laughs> i'm speaking when spoken to but i'm not hunting right now I haven't pressed up on anything in a minute, despite the advice, <laughs> despite the advice I got from Marco the Serbian when he said I should push for it. I should definitely push for it. I guess I'm going back to the sandbox as it pertains to women. You know, like there's so much that I don't know and I truly want to learn as much as I can. I felt that maybe I've been trying to force the issue instead of letting the organic relationships play out. Uh, there's this new woman in my department whom I low-key fancy and I want to get her alone, but I think I might play it cool. I've been taking the three. <laughs> I've been taking the three in the mid-range jumper for so long and I've been missing it that I think it's best to just spread the floor. <laughs> it's best to spread the floor and just let the shot come to me, you know? Like, don't force the issue. Don't get frustrated and drive down the lane with a reckless abandon. No. No, no, no. I need to just spot up, like, the vintage Ray Allen in the corner and get prepared. Just be prepared to knock down that game winner. Goon. Um, <laughs> I kind of like that metaphor. Um, I think I might play it cool. I've been taking the three in the mid-range jumper for so long. And, <laughs> yeah, um, most people, a lot of people don't understand what that means. And even I may not know. But I guess that's a metaphor to, or that's an example of showing how my, my attempts I had so many attempts at trying to uh, involve myself with the women to the point that, it, well, one, I wasn't successful at any of the times. And what I mean by shooting threes, it's like, all right, it is of higher difficulty to shoot a three-pointer shot than it is to do a layup. And because of that variation in difficulty is the reason why there's a greater reward for your higher risk, right? It's harder for you to shoot the three, but if you do make it, then you get more points. Uh, it's easier to do the layup, but, you know, you get less points in, in the game of basketball, you're not going to get too many just free layups. So, in, in regards to women, it's like maybe, maybe I, I don't need to just be taking risky jumpers or just be shooting for... Uh, unattainable women which i don't think any women are unattainable but like women who aren't necessarily in interested in you or or women who might be involved with other guys you know so it's like gabe out of all the shots that you're taking you're 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 you're, you're shooting for the women that have a high degree of difficulty you know you're, you're, you're not you're not going for the girls that are giving you signals or showing you signals you're not going for the girls who are asking about you or you're not going for the women who have like you know uh, kind of given you the energy that they would 
appreciate my your 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 presence a bit more. So I think when I said like spread the floor and get on my Ray Allen tip, meaning like yeah, Ray Allen got in the league in nineteen ninety seven, ninety eight. At that time, 98, 99, 2000, Ray Allen is Ray Allen the All-Star. Dropping points, cutting people up in Milwaukee, giving them work. I'm I'm talking giving people work. But whenever he was winning a championship, when he's with the Celtics, and we went a championship with the Heat, he wasn't the Ray Allen of, of 2000. He wasn't the Ray Allen of 1999 giving you uh, 30 points a game. This was the Ray Allen who knew his position. He knew his role. And he was and he was up in the corner. He posted up, and when that ball came to him, he hit the three. Okay, he 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 hit it, but he wasn't he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't well. I mean, he's definitely aggressive, but he he wasn't he wasn't forcing the issue. He wasn't he was playing his game. And I feel like when it comes to uh, sexual politics and it comes to uh, interactions with the sexes, I think for my personal. Uh, my personal experiences, I found that when I'm not playing my game, like, you know, you might have your own particular game in basketball, but like when I'm not utilizing my strengths or I'm not at ease or if I'm not comfortable with myself and my own personality and my whatever charm or charisma, if, if I'm not in alignment with myself, then I'm not going to have success with women or I'm not going to have success on the court or I'm not going to have success in my work life or my spiritual life or with my you know my social my social circles like it it all starts with you so um yeah for sure this next excerpt is from October 13th 2018 here we go I've been on my best behavior as of late I do fucks with that drizzy Worst behavior track, but on the real, I've been keeping it light. As far as the booze, I'm going to keep it light for a few days because there was karaoke for my homegirl Jenga's birthday and I low-key did show my face. Then there was that, you know, crew division party the next night. I didn't get too saucy at the crew's party, but I did have a good conversation with george from the art gallery he respects me and i honestly appreciate the support he mentioned how both of us are alphas in every sense of the word and is great to learn from one another it's it's interesting because at times i'm so hypercritical of myself that i'm somewhat unaware of how i look to others um sure i'm a bit uh confident but at the same time i feel like I don't know, but it's like I don't have it anymore. It's in quotation marks. I feel like I don't have it anymore. I used to do so well with women, especially as it pertains to horizontal down, if you know what I mean. And now it's like it's dry, dark, desert, dick for 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 the white collar goon and it and it's and it's so and it's so hard to like bear it's like indoors like oh my gosh like I mean people talk about a drought but this is this is not a drought this is this is a never ending cycle of depression <laughs> because girls aren't fucking with you but I can't remember the last time I got an erection like you know like I I can't I can't I mean, what did I write? I can't remember the last time I got an erection in, 
in these streets, but there may be light at the end of this tunnel. I spent some time with a young woman in my department, and we talked for a few hours. I like her, and I'm not sure how she feels about me. I doubt things will move quickly, but to be fair, I want to get to, I actually want to get to know her gradually. It's time for me to come the fuck up, man. Come the fuck up out here, and she just might be right on time. My homegirl from Croatia bounced the other week, and she fell off the face of the earth, and I was putting my eggs in that basket. I never got any alone time with her, no one-on-one action, so I have to just chalk that up to poor execution by the white-collar goon. I talked a good game, but I didn't press that button, and because of that, I lost out. Uh, I think me dating old girl from my department is going to alleviate a bit of stress, or uh, alleviate this a bit. Either I'm going to come across as more relaxed and not as pressed for the pussy, or I'm going to be more direct and forthcoming. Either way, get ready, because the drought is going to be over soon. Everything that goes up must come down eventually. White color good.